Hello, good morning, and welcome. It's Friday, the 23rd of October, 2020, and we're back with episode 167. Before getting started, please be sure to drop me five stars on Apple Podcasts, follow me on all social media at Autonomous Hogue, and check us out at hogandco.com. That's H-O-A-G-A-N-D-C-O. Today, really only one thing to discuss, Tesla's infamous deployment of full self-driving beta at software version 2020.40.8.10. All this, right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, so unless you've been completely disconnected from the internets, you probably heard that on Wednesday night, Tesla started its very slow rollout of its full self-driving beta program to its so-called early adopter program uh, participants. Um, So full self-driving beta is software version 2020.40.8.10, and this is the thing that Elon's been obviously promising, well, since ever. And more recently, he had made quite clear that they were getting pretty close to a wider release that would, of course, begin with a very slow, cautious release. And when I say cautious, yeah, well, they're not really mincing words. And I'm quoting this verbatim. Full self-driving is in early limited access beta and must be used with additional caution. It may do the wrong thing at the worst time, so you must always keep your hands on the wheel and pay extra attention to the road. Do not become complacent. And then it continues. When full self-driving is enabled, your vehicle will make lane changes off-highway, select forks to follow your navigation route, navigate around other vehicles and objects, and make left and right turns. Use full self-driving and limited beta only if you will pay constant attention to the road and be prepared to act immediately, especially around blind corners, crossing intersections, and in narrow driving situations. Then showcases a rather pretty graphic of the visualization imagery, which looks like something out of a 1980s video game. Anyway, uh, I'm not even really sure how to begin a discussion about this topic today, because if there was already a rift in, well, certainly in the Twitterverse, but in the broader spectrum of just people in the world who are tuned into or otherwise interested in what's going on with the autonomous vehicle landscape, the development, the various companies, different approaches to this exciting space, if there was already a rift, well then this release has surely just shattered it. Like, I don't know, San Andreas in that ridiculous movie of a few years ago with The Rock. Um, It is just, I mean, I was going to say polarized. I mean, there was already a massive polarization with respect to people's views on Elon and everything he's been doing with Tesla. I mean, it's really just another example of everything that we 
saw back in the day with Steve Jobs once he came back to Apple. You sort of fell into one of two camps. In fact, I remember, I remember as a kid that one of the really just hilariously, in retrospect, hilariously geeky things that was just sort of an ordinary part of conversation whenever you'd meet somebody. So Windows or Mac? And I'm going to loop this back to Tesla in a moment, obviously, but like having grown up with DOS and Windows myself and then having eventually switched to, to Apple, I remember having a conversation with a good friend of mine from childhood days, and we got in this big debate about sort of what's better, obviously, you know, DOS, Windows, PCs, or Apple. And I remember making this argument in favor of Apple. And of course, I was hugely criticized for this, and you know, as everybody was criticizing back in the day. And well, look, long story short, obviously history speaks for itself. I actually uh, firmly believe that we are deeply rooted in that particular moment of time with respect to all things Tesla. In fact, I tweeted something which was intentionally, it was sort of intended to be a bit inflammatory. I said, uh, what was this? This was on, uh, this was yesterday actually at 8.28 in the morning. I said, so Tesla, Wow, Elon Musk does it again in his usual, highly questionable, always doubted, eventually successful way. Like all great visionaries, the interim stages to success are mocked and criticized until one day they are celebrated. I wasn't writing this to suggest for a microsecond that the current build of full self-driving beta is anywhere near close to finished or anywhere near close to sufficiently safe. Although, I'm going to put a big, a big asterisk there, indicating that there is a footnote that I need to mention in a moment. But I am merely suggesting that he is on his way to doing all these things. He is on his way to succeeding. I will make the parenthetical that, yes, I've been a very long Tesla shareholder, but I'm also quite outspoken about things that aren't going so well with Tesla. And indeed, I am still working on and hoping to release uh, my video review of our Tesla Model Y, um, showcasing not just the pluses, but indeed, and especially really the minuses, which admittedly, spoiler alert, there really aren't that many minuses, but um, I guess we got lucky with our build. But anyway, okay, so the footnote though to what I just said is this. I mean, it kind of depends, right? Like it depends on a lot of things. I agree that the general assumption needs to be that this is nowhere near safe enough for the general public. And indeed, Elon clearly agrees because it's not released to the general public of Tesla owners. It's released to a very, very, very small subset, which have been deemed uh, safe drivers, I guess, based on the data accumulated from how they use their vehicles. And also, of course, there's those who have already you know, been accepted into the early adopter program. Here's the thing. Um, it, you know, the data has to speak, right? We have to see what the actual numbers say. Uh, if indeed this ends up causing more accidents, then obviously it's less safe. If, however, there aren't any accidents, and if indeed those those lucky uh, Tesla owners who are able to test out full self-driving beta don't end up in any problems, then, well, so far so good. At the end of the day, all that matters is data. All that matters is the numbers. Again, just to be super clear so that nobody starts shooting back at me for saying so, I do not believe this is ready for general public yet. I do not believe this is genuinely any sort of true full self-driving solution yet, neither level five nor level four. It might 
it's it's definitely dipping its toes into a very competent level three eventually, but it's just not there yet by virtue of the fact that you have to be very, very attentive. And indeed, the car itself still requires you to apply some steering torque to the wheel to ensure that you are, in fact, there um, and aware of what's going on with the car. But 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 the point that I'm making is... Uh, I I I have I am I am refusing to call out names of folks on Twitter. The vast majority of whom are journalists, and are really there to, let's face it, get eyeballs to the stuff they journalize about. They are trying to get eyeballs to their content, whether it's books they publish, whether it's articles they write. That's their job. That's how they make money. I'm just doing this to discuss and to share kind of what's what. And crucially, as hopefully you've noticed in the last two years, I don't do this stuff to just regurgitate the news. I do it to put my own personal spin, my own opinion on what's what. And I hope that we can kind of engage in conversation. And my opinion is simply that it's cool to speak out against Elon. It's very, very easy to be a Tesla fanboy just the way it was easy to be uh, an Apple fanboy back in the day, and indeed even presently, although perhaps to a slightly lesser degree to what it was, that's easy. It's sort of like being a nice person versus being a bad person. It's sort of like being kind and polite and considerate versus being just kind of an ass. It's really, really easy to be rude, to be impolite, to be a jerk. That's easy. It's very difficult to be polite and indeed to keep your calm and Remain civil, especially in the face of adversarial conflict, or anything else for that matter. I mean, it's easy to criticize, it's easy to critique, it's easy to find fault. Frankly, it's easy to just not be nice, especially when you're not the ones doing it. So, I don't really care. I sort of tune out people on either end of the spectrum, those who just blindly praise uh, a thing, a person, an idea. I also tune out the other sort of people who just blindly critique and shut down a thing, an idea, or a person. And that is exactly what we're seeing with everything going on with full self-driving with Tesla. And it's just stupid. But like, as they say, if a thing didn't produce a polarizing effect, it's probably not a very special or important thing. It's probably not a big deal. It's probably just sort of inconsequential in the big picture. The reason why there's so much polarization, the reason why there's so many people speaking out against this is precisely because it's a really big deal. Anyway, so I just think that it's it's a really futile, silly waste of time to kind of bitch and bicker about whether this is or isn't a good thing. Let's just allow the data to speak for itself. Apparently, this full self-driving beta will start rolling out to more people um, at a rather fast rate. Obviously, I'm very much hoping that I get the software update myself as soon as possible. I cannot wait to give it a shot. The important thing is, is not to forget that it's the goal here that really matters. If ever there's an example of the ends justifying the means, this is surely it. Folks, don't forget, we are losing in the U.S., the equivalent of a 9-11 attack every single month due to human-driven cars. 
94% of those are caused by human error. Driving is the number one non-natural cause of death above even suicide. I mean, it's an incredibly dangerous thing. All that we have to show is that the self-driving solutions are at least better than the human-driven solutions. So, so we're losing about, what, 40,000 people in the U.S. every year due to car accidents. If we can reduce that to just 35,000, isn't that already a win? I mean, how can you put a price tag on that? And so if this is that necessary kind of interim step to getting us there, well, well, great. And so to everybody who's like just crying out against what Elon and Tesla are doing, is it potentially a bit irresponsible? Yeah, it is. Is it risky? Is it dangerous? Yeah, it is. But you know what else is risky, dangerous, and even more irresponsible? Not to fast track solutions in this direction. Maintaining the status quo not taking chances, not taking greater risks, not taking and doing whatever it is necessary to get us out of this, this wretched, reprehensible, terrifying slump of a status quo that we're stuck in with respect to tolerating, being okay with so many people dying every single month due to car accidents. We need to find a way to fix this, and we need to find a fix it soon, quickly. Not like in 10 or 20 years. And so if there is an initial risk, even if it's perceived to be an irrational, dare I say, even a negligent sort of a risk to fast tracking the testing and eventual deployment of these technologies, whether it's Tesla or Waymo or anybody else, I don't really care who does it. But as long as somebody does it, I would argue that that is a necessary risk to take today if it means that we arrive at a fully self-driving future, even just, say, a few months or a few years, certainly, sooner than the alternative. I would argue that it's vastly more irresponsible, more negligent, not to fast-track these things just because we know what the data says. We know how many people are dying. We know how many people are being injured. All right, well, that's kind of my rant on everything about Tesla's full self-driving beta. Obviously, I do hope that I get the software update soon. I can promise you as soon as I do, I will obviously discuss it in length and, of course, make videos about it. But um, for now, let's uh, let's just say this. Um, I'll be keeping close tabs on everything going on with the early adopters of full self-driving beta. Those of, you, those of you out there who are interested in chatting with me about it, please, please reach out. Uh, on Twitter at Autonomous Hogue, find me on LinkedIn, shoot me an email, whatever. And uh, more than happy to have a chat with you on the podcast if you... So, so actually, let me set some, some constraints to this, right? So if you actually have your own Tesla vehicle, or I suppose access to it, and if the software update is installed and it's activated, then by all means, um, let's have a chat and um, we can discuss it. So that's about that. Uh, it is Friday. So on that bombshell, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here next week on Tuesday. Take care. Bye-bye.